0: all right, let's start this off. What, what is, what's going on with Pippin? I right, dude, why, why are you starting? To, why are you doing this? Why are you taking shots at people when you don't need to? Like, it's just, did you hear it? Oh man. So do you know the comments that he's been making and the things he's been saying?
1: Uh, yeah, I heard a couple in regards to like Durant and everything. Yeah. I've, I've seen generally the, uh, the pig headedness going on. Yeah. So the review, first please.
0: Off, let's put this in context. Uh Pippin announced he's coming out with a book that is gonna be about the Bulls and his experience, and it's gonna be from his perspective because he believes the last dance didn't represent his perspective, which to all of us went, Well, yeah, that was kind of the point. It was from Jordan's perspective. <laughs> Thank you. So I love Pippen. Everybody in Chicago loves Pippen. We're you know, he's obviously he's way, way undervalued because he played next to the greatest player of all time. So you know, it's it's hard uh, to rate somebody like that, but he definitely deserves to be in the top 100 players of all time and way up there because he's a fantastic two way player, an incredible scorer and one of the best of all time. Now, the one thing I will say, though, is, is sometimes Pippen just just needs to cut his losses and stop opening his mouth sometimes because just sometimes he just does some things and says some things where I just go ah pippin that's why you're pippin and not jordan like i just it's just so like and this is one of those moments so basically there was an exchange between him and durant which is why they're both on the screen right now where he said something about how he doesn't think that durant is the best scorer of all time or something like that or is is uh one of the greatest scorers of all time basically because um he just doesn't believe i forget what reasons he cited which kind of ridiculous i mean durant is one of the best scorers of all time i'm not ready to put him on the all-time list yet these careers not over we'll wait and see but the point is he's still one of the greatest scorers of all time and the man's seven foot tall can handle the ball like a freaking guard and can shoot anywhere in the gym he's obviously should deserve that one of those you know that title of being one of the greatest scorers now uh what he said back to him was hilarious where he basically said isn't that the guy who sat out and just refused to go in when he wasn't going to be given the last shot in a game. So that was, you know, a pretty honest shot, which if for the, again, for those who don't know, uh, back in the 95 season, I think it was, was it was 94. It was 94. Um, the 94 season when Jordan yeah. sat out and retired, uh, for that year and a half, he basically Pippen basically took over the team as like the leader, which is, you know, it's understandable considering Jordan left and the next alpha in the room was Pippen. Uh, so Pippen took over that team and he, the team was really good. They made the playoffs and everything. They were much better than people give them credit for. And, uh, Pippen was a big reason why one of the games where he, there it came down to the last shot. The bulls had the ball a couple seconds on the clock, you know, the drill, uh, of course, everybody in the building goes, Pippen's getting the ball. Pippen's getting the shot. Well, uh, Phil, uh, Jackson, that is the head coach is one of those guys that you know is you know unorthodox and likes to you know change it up and knows that hey everybody in the building and everybody in the world knows that pippen's getting the ball here so why don't we give it to tony kukoc who we also trust to make the shot and if you watch tony kukoc in the past he's made shots several times in his career from a very similar spot in very similar circumstances so he's a very trustworthy person in that position Pippin did not like that. Pippin wanted the last shot and was very upset by that, and basically took himself out of the game. It was to the point where Phil said, "You know, where's Pippin?" and I forget who it was that said it to him, but basically said he's not going in. And Pippin was, and so Pippin just refused and took himself out. And guess what? Tony Kukoc got the ball and hit the shot, and they won the game. So but it was one of those where they had, it got like emotional after the game um, in the locker room where players were basically like, it was like a meeting and he apologized to the team, but the damage already been done. And everybody was like, listen, dude, you were supposed to be a ride or die kind of guy with us. You were our leader. And then you just decide to just say, take yourself out of the game literally because you didn't want to, you weren't getting the last shot makes no sense. So especially because Pippen for a while, was known as one of the prototypical, I mean, he's probably what inspired, you know, him and magic Johnson are the, the ones that inspired like the point forward prototype that LeBron kind of, you know, ended up becoming, um, in the NBA. So for Pippen, it's being a distributor of the ball more so than Jordan was. And, you know, he took that role on great and was fantastic at it. It was kind of crazy to see Pippen reject basically, you know, letting one of his teammates take the shot over him. Um, and that's kind of unfortunately how Pippin's always been, you know, the whole contract situation was ridiculous. Pippen deserved to be paid way higher than he was. We all knew that, but he had locked himself into a bad contract for a lot longer than he should have. But you also had to understand his situation where he was, when he did that, he needed the money. His family needed the money. You know, he had two family, he had two members of his family, his immediate family that lived in his house when he grew up that were in wheelchairs. You can't imagine how difficult that is for a poor family to have to deal with that. So I get where he's coming from and I get why he signed the contract because it's immediate money now and it locks you in for a long term. So you're, you know, you're safe. If you injure yourself, of course, yeah. years down the road, when Jordan's getting paid $30 million, because he didn't do that, you know, you're like, Hey, why am I not getting paid? Well, you locked yourself into a new contract. And we all know Jerry Krause was made out to be the bad guy of that entire, uh, docu series. And, you know, To some degree, Jerry Cross deserves some of the blame, but he also put the team together. So, you know, how much can you really blame him for it, considering he put a team together that was six championships? So, you know, he deserves some credit for sure, but definitely deserves some blame, especially in the way that Pippen was handled, because they should have paid Pippen uh, and just changed his contract and, you know, done away with the last couple of years and kind of redid, restructured it, essentially, kind of how they do everywhere else. So... That's the backstory, the full backstory on Pippen. And then, and, and I'm with Pippen a little bit, even like him taking shots at certain players, you know, fine with that. I'm good. You know, Pippen deserves it. He's got the credit. He's one of the best in the world. He was a very similar Durant style player before Durant. So I get it. But the fact is, is that he then went and said something that I just, it was one of those where I just go, I don't, I don't really know even what you're meaning by this, but the fact that you said it really is just Pippin-like, and it's that he what came on and said basically that the last that what was it Phil Jackson was racist for yep, giving Yep, That's what Gugos I was gonna to add on West as well. God. And I just I oh my god, it was just one of those moments where I just go Pippin Pippin, like dude, come on, we love you, you're you're great. I mean you were won six championships. Just please don't like please please don't go there and then he did and I know somewhere in my heart that it's probably all for the publicity we all know that that's the case we all know it's for the publicity and it's for his upcoming book that's coming out you know draw drop some drama and here you go bam everybody wants to buy the book to get his side of the story uh which Pippin people probably would have bought it regardless because you're Scotty Pippin You were literally Michael Jordan's running mate. All you had to do was advertise as like, "Hey, I was Michael Jordan's running mate. I'm coming out with a book about my stories, and everybody's gonna run out and buy it." Pippin. you didn't have to go and do that. And then he said that, and I just went, "I don't, I don't, I don't get where you're coming from, dude." Like, it's not Phil Jackson didn't even care or want Tony Kukoc on the team. It's not like he expressed that. It was literally Jerry Krause's like baby. Like, Phil Jackson allowed you to just dominate for so long and ran this triangle offense and he never, you know, asked Rodman how he feels about Phil Jackson. I mean, part of the reason why Rodman was so incredible in those final three championships for the Bulls is because of Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson was such a like, I don't know, kindred spirit, I guess you would say with him. So it's just I, the fact that you say that he was racist for the shot and I know he tried to clarify his statements later and he said something else to try to, you know, make up for it because he realized that the statement he said was so outlandish it's a bad take yeah like everybody scratched their head and was like Pippin come on and then it doesn't help that everybody like from the last dance is like yeah Pippin's great but like he's also Pippin and does some things like that (laughs) and so it didn't help but anyways that was another headline that came across the screen that I wanted to talk about and I saw I don't know if you got any your take on that or even Nifty danny has got a take on that
1: um i'll go first for this uh so the quote that he was talking about the one that was at least the most decisive whatever was um katie as great as his offense was it turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball he kept trying to go punch for punch i watched a little bit of that series he that that wasn't the issue um i mean what kyrie was already out harden was was hurt at this point or not yeah he was completely out
0: James, yeah Kyrie was not playing in it James Harden was basically a decoy because he couldn't he was literally on one leg I mean the man made scored freaking what like almost 50
1: or sorry yeah. Katie almost Kevin 50
0: played every single minute of a playoff series and scored 49 points so you know yeah
1: and like don't get me wrong I hate Katie I, I hate the I hate the way he presents himself and everything he's fun to watch or whatever he seems yeah. like an ass I don't really like him that much but that's well, just wrong Ke- like the team Kevin wasn't Re- there you can play yeah. team basketball without a team.
0: No, <laughs> Kevin Durant is uh he's one of the most annoying superstars that's ever existed because he does like he had the burner accounts. He's had like the <laughs> multiple. Yeah, yeah Danny's <laughs> laughing. He he had the burner accounts. He had all those issues. <laughs> that he was says the funniest thing. Yeah, he takes offense to things and it's like, dude, you're one of the greatest is scorers. The whole thing with, like, I think like Michael Rapaport I think a while back. Yes, that was another thing too. I think we covered that even. That was in one of our uh clips. I just it's he just is such a frustrating superstar because it's like, dude, stop listening to everybody. Just dominate. Just be one of the greatest scorers of all time, like you are. It's kind of childish in that sense, yeah. the way he he deals with that stuff. But I granted, he's under under way more of, of immense scrutiny. But I mean, you see his peers and how they handle it. He could see them as an example and you know figure it out.
1: It makes me so happy that. Underneath all of it, he really is bothered by the fact that nobody cares about his Warriors ring. Like, n- literally, nobody cares because they're just so. like, yeah, no, you just completely just r- like hopped on the backpack right there. And he's like, no, to this day, still maintains that he took the hardest road. And I remember no, I seeing won't. that. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't get me wrong. So his, his arguments in that series are really bad because he's arguing that he, you know, they still had a difficult time. Dude, they were, you guys were one of the greatest super teams that ever were built in the NBA. But the problem is, is that people, because of that, aren't going to look at the series itself. Durant made some crazy, like clutch, important shots in that series. Yeah. But the problem is, is that dude, don't talk about that series. Like you guys were the underdogs in any way. Like we all knew you were the favorites to win the championship the moment you signed on. It's just that you did hit some incredible shots in that series that were very clutch and important uh, that you, you know, you yourself did. And that's a great feat, but don't, please don't like come at us with like this, you know, well, you know, they're, we, our team was struggling and we had, no, your team was way built for. Uh, yeah, I know, mean, they, they won it without him before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like they, they its already proven that they could do it without Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah they won it with Harrison Barnes. <laughs> uh, you you replaced Harrison Barnes, and you know, shocker, you guys were favored to win it.
1: it I mean, it's a, it's a different. And there's something to be said for it's an entirely different thing. Like that's why I think people were going to be a little bit more um, like people people who were hating on Kevin Durant now were just like, oh, that'd be great. Like maybe he'll carry him through this or whatever. I know obviously the Nets were like these, you know, a similar super team or whatever, but without Harden and Kyrie playing, it was kind of cool. It's like, okay, he might carry them. He might drop 50, you know, points back to back or whatever and literally carry them into the next round. Um, That's a lot harder than the fact that, you know, in theory, you could slack off, and uh, you still have, like, I, I forget if uh, Clay was injured at that point, but it was, like, Clay and Curry at the same time. You don't have to take that load. There is alternatives. And the Nets team that he currently, you know, just lost out with, there wasn't anybody else. So that that's a little bit more respectable than the fact that, like, yeah, you did a really cool thing, and you did, like, step up and make those shots and everything, but you didn't have to. There were alternatives. There's somebody else who could take your spot. And that's not the same, uh, you know, it's just not the same feat, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah. Overall, the sum of the argument, uh, Kevin Durant is one of the greatest scorers of all time. I've said it multiple times, and I'm going to, you know, I say it again now. Uh, he is, and so was Pippin. Pippin was one of the greatest two-way players and one of the greatest players of all time. Pippin, we know your book's coming out. We know that what you're saying is starting to build drama for it just please just stop with the dumb you know it was racist that tony coach took the shot dude you just decided to pull yourself out of the game you know live to that you're gonna have to live with that for the rest of your life you're the one that did it you know move on so that's you know where we go from there
1: (laughs) yeah